Another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And yes, it's that time. The Mel and Jen Show back on the airwaves coming from Antibes in the south of France, looking very sparkly and sunny. We've got Jenny Baxter and from Johannesburg, I'm Melanie Walker sitting and freezing my butt off. How are you doing, Jenny? I'm doing really well, thanks, Mel. It's a beautiful day and tonight our curfew becomes 11 p.m., so... We can party. Oh, well, party <laughs> until 11. That's a good idea. But don't, don't, I'm saying to people, don't go out partying. Even my girls, they didn't go out partying. They just were with one friend. And the next thing, we're all in isolation, waiting to be able to go and have a COVID test. So this thing is not going away anytime soon. And I'm just going to reiterate, stay safe, stay home, stay warm if you're in Johannesburg and it's cold or somewhere else in South Africa. And if you have to go out, do sanitize and keep your social distancing. We're going to keep on this health message brought to you by sapeople.com. <laughs> anyway, so what is in the news apart from... I would like to encourage outdoors in the sun as well, though, Well, there's as no long sun. as it's not too crowded. No sun today in Johannesburg. It's really, really cold and overcast has been for the last couple of days. So we'll just have oh, to wait I'm for sorry. it to come back. Oh, well, these things happen. <laughs> At least we're warm. That's the important thing. Now, being twin mums, the two of us, we know what it's like to have two children at once. And it's, it is pretty hectic. And in the last um, little while, there have been two stories, one from Morocco of a woman giving birth to nine children, non-nupets. <laughs> I don't even know what the word would be for that. And of course, the latest news from out of South Africa that um, yeah, there's somebody who's had 10 at once. That is madness. Well, it hasn't been verified yet. Um, we have been checking to see whether, um, you know, I think it's the Guinness World Book of Records is um, kind of checking on whether it is 10. Um, there's some people who are saying that it's not, but we will we'll keep an eye on that. But what is what is your thoughts on that one? Oh, I, I, I feel for her. And I don't know if you saw, you know, they've, they've launched a national baby shower hashtag and already a couple of sponsors have got on board to help her or help the family. Mm. She's already got twins like us. She already <laughs> <laughs> and apparently she got pregnant totally naturally. There was no IVF or anything um, to explain the 10. There's, there's been one case that I know of in the last 10 years where a lady in India actually gave birth to 10 babies, but sadly she basically miscarried all 10, you know, they, oh. so it didn't count as a world record. So if this is valid, it's incredible. Uh, I don't know if I would cope. And, and I think, you know, the saddest thing, like for me with twins, is that it's so lovely to hold hold your babies. Mm. And you can never hold all 10 at a time. So there's going to be little babies that are going to miss out. You know, you, I just hope that the whole village gets involved and they all get lots of love. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh my and, goodness, uh, I just heard your Hardy Dar. <laughs> I've, I've got a resident Hardy Dar. We're going to get into the Hardy Dar versus cat thing in a moment. But um, just going back to the babies again, I, I sometimes wonder how the Rosenkovitz six tuplets are doing because every now and then something will come up and we'll see how they've grown. Remember, it was the first time that six yes. had been born and lived from here in South Africa. So They're doing really well. I remember doing a story a couple of years ago and they were all – I have pretty fabulous lives, all, you know, mm. turned out nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and they were loved up. That was wonderful. 
Yeah. Okay. Now you're talking about the Hardy Don. Of course, we, every week we're seeing all these wonderful things that are coming out with, um, the Amalugulugulug cat, <laughs> the Kifnis yeah. thing you're saying. And <laughs> yesterday, I, I, it came up on my Facebook video feed with, um, the slap bass player. I'm not quite sure where he's from. Vaharan Stepanian. And he, he liked the fact that I'd shared his video because he's now gone and played along with the Amalugulug cat and the Kifnis with this beautiful slap bass. So if you haven't seen that, that's that's absolutely gorgeous as well. And and actually on SA People, we've got a, a mashup that the Kifnis, Dave Scott, did. Mm. And it includes people from Brazil, the violin from Brazil, ukulele from the Czech Republic, flute from Russia, low whistle from the Ukraine, guitar and drums from Germany, and vocals from the US. So it really has become a, a worldwide phenomenon. And, mm. and you saw about Ryan Reynolds loving yeah, yeah. it as well. Well, I have my own kind of um, <clears throat> symphonic orchestra. <laughs> I don't want to call it that because it sounds awful with my next door neighbor's cat sitting on the roof of the cottage on their side, shouting at the Hardy Dar who's sitting on the roof of the cottage in my back garden, and they just shout at each other all day. So it's a very interesting <laughs> noise. <laughs> I would love it. You know what we have here, which which took me a little while to realize what it was, is you, you'd be walking through the trees and, and gardens and houses, whatever, and you'd hear like a like, like a tree getting sawed down, you know, uh, 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 kind of noise. And it turns out it's the squirrels. That's, <laughs> that's the noise that they make. It's it's not it's not pretty squirrels are so cute but they don't make a pretty noise no there's a lot of things that don't make nice noises tasmanian devils you know all of those kind of things so we'll stay away from them as much as possible unfortunately there's not much we can do with hardy dar except actually embrace it because they're here to stay what can we say yeah. what news do you have for expats well um we're very very proud that there's your hardy dar game <laughs> the the London Pavilion, um, you, you know, in um, there's a Serpentine Pavilion mm. in London. Every year there's new designers, and this year it's South African designers. It's a Joburg-based company, and I mean everything about it is fantastic. The actual design is beautiful. So if you're in London, you know it just looks so therapeutic and just divine to go see. But it's three young women. They so so they're female, they're South African, they're African, and they are the youngest ever designers of of the Serpentine Pavilion. It's such a famous thing. So that's fantastic. I, I think they all turned thirty this year. So yeah, very proud of them. And then there's a, a rare blue diamond that's for sale. Mm -hmm. If you if you fancy that, and I mean it, it looks like it's going to go for. Oh, over 330 million rand. Um, it's bigger than the last one that was sold and it's being shown around the world. So if you see any ad for it, you can go and see a little bit of South Africa. It was found at the Cullinan Mines okay. as usual. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and, so. and flying for people who are able to actually even leave their houses at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I see that you're being yeah. allowed to fly to different places around the world now. Yeah. Well, um, well, there is a flight from South Africa to uh, to the Netherlands that that now you can get on mm. because before it was flying into South Africa but you couldn't fly out, so that's great news for for people that needed to get back to London or whatever they can go via the Netherlands. But the really exciting news is that United Airlines last week launched its inaugural flight from New York directly to Johannesburg, 
And what's hoped more is that that's going to bring in a lot of tourism from Americans. And, you know, with Trevor Noah, mm. I, I think that there'll be a lot of Americans, you know, coming to South Africa in the next year or so, and, and, and hopefully forever. And yesterday as well, the United States kind of downgraded South Africa or upgraded, I don't know which way you call it, made it a little bit better for their own people. So it's not for us to go to America, mm. but Americans who have been vaccinated can now go to South Africa, whereas before they were being told don't, you know. Okay. Well, that's, it, things are starting to look up a little bit. Um, yes. Not all doom and gloom out there. I'm sure some people sometimes feel it is like that. Um, I, I've, one of the things I see all the time is so many people being vaccinated, and we're just waiting for the under 60s, of course, to be allowed to do so as well. It's a long <laughs> waiting process, <laughs> but we will get there. We will get there. Um, and I mean, I think the jury's still out with so many people saying we're not going to do this because we think that there's all of these kind of things why we shouldn't be vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. But frankly, I will go as soon as I can. Yeah. I mean, the statistics in England seem to speak for themselves as well. You know, as soon as they started the vaccination program, the death rate dropped radically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but of course, there have been some side effects, but very tiny and minor compared to how many people who got COVID got ill. Yeah, so. no, that's true. Now, uh, one thing I'm sure you're happy in is a very health-giving thing. Um, yeah. Jenny will be very happy because she is going to be able to get her favorite rooibos tea. <laughs> oh, I know. Isn't that amazing? So, so... You know, there's a register here in the EU, and and um, rooibos, which they've also called red bush, has now been officially added to the register. It's the first item of food from Africa to be put on this register, and basically what it means is it's its origin is protected, so nobody else can sell rooibos. Like I've gone into tea shops here that have these very fancy rooibos teas. You know, I ask them, have you got rooibos? They're all delighted. Yes, yes, yes. And then it's rooibos from Russia, uh, you know, and it's like, I say, no, but that can't be rooibos. And they're like, yes, it is, but now it can't be. Mm. So officially now the rooibos has to come from South Africa. So that's great. And it also means that it'll be, and, and Roybos can now put the EU logo onto the tea, which means it sells better. So, so now they say, the, the SA government says, Oh, you know, they're looking forward to a huge demand from Europe. But I personally say there is already a demand mm. and we just need South Africa to please send us the Roybos. You know, we, we want it. My <laughs> foreign friends want it. And, and we're just not, getting enough of it yeah so i've checked the shelves and they're still empty oh dear but i'm well, hopeful hopeful i mean we'll just now get all the people to read all of alexander mccall smith's books as well where they're drinking bush tea all the time then people exactly. will understand what rooibos is although there is well, a slight they... difference in between a normal bush tea and rooibos tea yeah for sure for sure but now you're going to go into restaurants and order russian rooibos they can't call it that anymore they're gonna to have to come up with a new name but um is it is it Better for you out there now going to restaurants and everything? Is everybody still socially distancing? Well, we don't sit inside restaurants. We only sit outside. But but we've kind of, um, you know, we're one of those places being in the south of France where you do eat outside anyway. So it hasn't really, we don't really feel it. 
social distancing. I mean, sometimes you might sit down and you might pull your table a couple of inches away from somebody, mm. but it's not a big series. I, I think we don't really have any cases around here right now, so we don't really feel very COVID-y, um, but we do wear masks. And, you know, we obviously are, we are all conscious, but it, it's just not imprisoning us. Mm, mm. Not, like some of us. <laughs> I haven't been to a yeah. restaurant for ages. And I see you've got something here about restaurant mosaic in France. Yeah, I don't know if you ever knew Chantal Dartnell. She, um, she actually, I think in 2017, she was voted the best chef in the world mm -hmm. by the, the top dining awards, you know. Um, and she had restaurant mosaic in Pretoria at the Orient, um, which was on many people's bucket lists. It was always in the top 100 restaurants. And finally, last year, she announced it was closing. And I think it closed in March this year, uh, because she said she had fulfilled all those dreams. And mm. now she wanted to come to France and learn, you know, master her French. And, and anyway, she announced this week that she's actually opening a new restaurant mosaic in France and it's divine. She's bought the chateau. Um, I think it's near Paris. She's not telling anybody yet, but it it is stunning. When you come, we have to go there. Beautiful gardens. It's 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 so beautiful. And yeah, I'm excited for her. I I, I think she'll she'll do really well here. Excellent. So, I love yeah. it when we have good success stories. Now, success story for me here in South Africa, and I, um, we've been sharing <laughs> these ads um, in the ladies' groups, you know, on our, our WhatsApp groups, and we say, oh, check these guys with these really short shorts with these big muscles. And um, the Bourbon They must be brand, South African. <laughs> oh, my goodness, these guys. But they're tighty, tighty shorts, okay? Short shorts, as my kids call them. And um, the Bourbon yeah brand have got this whole thing about vesio flesh but they're these two women <laughs> this video came up this for me this week where there's this two otanis and now they are the ones who are setting this whole thing together with um dragging these guys to get them to do <laughs> these wonderful ads oh, if, you, awesome. <laughs> if you haven't seen it do go and <laughs> and google vesio flesh with burbul Okay, they, oh, it's absolutely fun. delightful, turning everything on its head. I mean, they just take the mickey. It is so beautiful. I, I absolutely love it. Um, oh, so <laughs> I will. Did, did you ever see that Mavis ad, you know, with the two women driving the Mercedes and going over over the roundabouts and everything? No. <laughs> really dangerously. And then, and then the one lady says to the other lady, Mavis, did you see that or something? And then Mavis turns around and says, Am I driving? <laughs> it's, it's classic, classic. And I just found out last week um, that we kind of know two, the, the two people who actually did the stunts for that. So I might just interview them about it because it's become a bit of a legend. Oh, fantastic. I mean, South Africa has been really well known for absolutely fantastic ads over the years. Unfortunately, they absolutely. don't do them anymore. I don't know if it's just because there isn't the budget. But I, mean, I think about all of the wonderful stunt, um, car stunt commercials that they had and of course very very good friends with yes. one of them Robbie Smith who was a racing driver and he did a lot of the car stunts the one for Continental Tires on the roof of the building I mean there were just some um, wonderful ads and Amazing. Um, I've been looking into ads again after you went on about me with the wrong voice in, in Netflix <laughs> bunny <laughs> all right so what else is local good news that's come up for you um, well, we've got our new Springbok squad being named. 
around. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you saw that two of the guys that are named for the team, they, they were an island. Uh, they play for Munster. And they had a fire pit disaster this last weekend. And I, I looked at pictures of, of a fire pit, and I think it's basically like a big bry. Yes. And um, somebody threw a little bit of alcohol onto the flames. And, yeah, so four of them got burnt. They were rushed off to hospital on Saturday night. But um, Damien de Alanda was saying that it's not as bad as they originally thought. Mm-hmm. And he's going to take a few weeks to recover, but he should be, he should be right as rain for the Lion series. Okay, great. I can't wait for rugby to be back again. I love it. My it's blood is amazing. Yeah, and life will feel normal again while everybody gets united with that. So, yeah. so that's pretty cool. And then there's Sculpture on the Cliffs and Hermanus, the new exhibition coming up. And we've got some pictures of this last year's on the site that are just amazing. So mm-hmm. Such amazing artists in South Africa. We also have a beautiful story about a, a, a woman in Durban who was actually, her mom fell pregnant in Joburg, went, ran away from her family mm-hmm. down to Durban, put a little cardboard box with the baby in it and left her. And this Indian lady adopted her mm-hmm. and she's grown up into a wonderful woman and she's been on, on radio and she gets criticized for not being Zulu enough. And so finally she's told her story, which is that she was brought up by an Indian lady, that her, her mom abandoned her. She then did get to know her mom, but her mom died when she was about six. And it's a very inspiring, you know, she's just all about just don't judge. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, she, it's not that she's trying to not be Zulu. She just wasn't brought up Zulu, even though she looks it. And she's now entered in South Africa. So, you know, I, I hope I hope she goes far. Oh, that's great. So many wonderful stories and so many wonderful people in our country as well. We have to remember that. Okay, so then entertainment-wise, um, I see you've got on the list here Mayor of East Town. And I have to admit, I binge-watched that last week. It's absolutely fantastic with Kate Winslet. What a, a wonderful series. And she's very different to her normal kind of Kate Winslet self. Absolutely. And I think that that is the best way to watch it, is to binge watch it. Because when we had it here, it was coming out one per week. Mm-hmm. And and so each week you, you just forget who was who and who did what because there's so much going on. So there is so a lot I'm that all, goes on. Yeah, so I'm all for, for, for binge watching that particular series. It's, it's really worth it. And I kind of love the twist at the end. Oh, and, and one thing, Shane, we must we must actually mention this. Um, my kids' set work this week is, I mean, this year, is Felix Kint. And, of course, they've been uh, watching yes. Felix Kint on, um, I think it's on Showmax. Where, yeah, it it is. be on Showmax, yeah. And then, of course, with Charlene Sertie Richards passing away this week as well, which is terribly, oh, terribly sad. Um, so, so if anybody sad. is looking for something to um, put some money into, I know that there's always a call out for the the theatre fund. They have a fund uh, which is run to help out thespians who have fallen on hard times. So, you know, the, I know Peter Terry, who's one of the actors. Remember Nigel from the CTM ads? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nigel. Um, he's very involved with that. So, you know, ugh, shame. It's, we have lost one of our, our great treasures here in South Africa, which is very sad. Yeah. She's also on Showmax in, uh, I think it's called Arendt's Flay. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, she, yeah. I mean, she, her body of work was absolutely phenomenal. For those of you who don't remember exactly who she was, of course, from Egoli. Egoli. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then there's also Penguin Town. Um, and oh. now, <laughs> anybody, have you watched the trailer? I haven't watched the trailer yet. Um, I'm going to watch it because we. I've, I've been banned from the lounge because the kids have colonized it while we're in lockdown um, because I have to keep <laughs> myself isolated from them. So I can't wait until we get a negative test so at least we can live a normal life again of sorts. Well, with <laughs> three teenage girls in the house, trust me, there's nothing normal about that. But um, I, mean, oh, I always think... People sometimes think that the diet of polar bears is penguins. We're like, that could never happen because there are no <laughs> penguins in the Northern Hemisphere. Sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. Um, yeah, they've, they've, they launched the trailer this week and it's the Simonstown penguins. And it is so funny. I've, I've only seen the trailer and we're not allowed to review it for another couple of days yet, mm-hmm. but the trailer is it just shows that it's really going to be good. And I think the whole world is going to fall in love with these penguins. And you're going to get even more tourists to South Africa wanting to to see them. So oh, they are very divine. Cute. They're very cute. Yeah. I love penguin. penguins. Penguins. Oh, and help them not be endangered. Mm. Yeah. And, and Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch, of course, when he had to do the voiceover <laughs> for that one thing about the penguins. And every single time he couldn't say penguin, which was so funny. That's one of the best oh, things no. I saw in Graham Norton, I have to be honest. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. What have you got coming up? Well, for many South Africans abroad, they often need a police clearance when they are wanting to move to a new country or get um, citizenship or whatever. They, mm. a, a, seems to come up more than you realize and uh, we often get people asking us how 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 do i do this um and a company has very kindly put together something for us so so we'll have that this week on how to get your police clearance and um and we've also got a bone marrow appeal for a little baby who's three months old Mm. and has an acute form of leukemia and it's just really you you know there's actually I, i think it's thousands not hundreds of people in South Africa who, who do need bone marrow donors and it's really easy and painless mm. and we'll have all the info on that. I've got quite a few people I know who have already gone to go and give blood specifically for her as well, A positive. Um, I know they needed A positive blood for her. So yeah, keep oh, us updated really? on this. I'm A positive. Well, um, you can send blood here if you like, Jenny. It's <laughs> going to be a bit difficult though. <laughs> so we'll put a call out to all the people in South Africa to do that as well. All right, and there we have it. That's what's on the good news um, on sapeople.com this week and coming up for the next week. And, of course, we, we do call out to people to say, hey, if you've got a good story, do let us know about it. We always want to hear positivity. And Jenny, enjoying the sunshine, maybe we can bring a little bit of sunshine into our lives as well. <laughs> hope so, Mal. Thank you. We'll catch you again I hope, next week. I hope your test goes well. Thank you very much. Negative all the way. <laughs> yeah. Let's go for it. Okay. <laughs> We'll catch you again next week. Bye, Jen. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.